This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel and we are back. Oh, a little Poltergeist reference. We are. We are. Yeah. And listen, we're back in the brand new studio and joining alongside me, the first voice you heard is Shabazz. Hello, Shabazz. Hey, 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 hey. We're, we want it's nice, man. Um, I know people haven't seen our, our layout in a while. We're, we're, we're chilling today. We're like in this like zen kind of atmosphere, sitting on the couch. There's someone walking by giving us drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good vibe in here Listen, right now. I really wanted to give you guys a spot where we could be just like comfortable and like creative yeah. and also just cozy. Yeah. I think cozy is the big thing for me. Yeah, like I wanted us to be concerned cozy. That, that Anthony did take off his shirt a little bit right no. when he first walked in. Well, it's no. good. Uh, that's, that, no, that's, that was a you? false statement. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's no video, so no proof, right? It's true. Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm relaxing on this, on the couch. And, you know, I told Daniel to put like these little arms that would come out and have our mics right in front of our faces. We right. Attach them to the wall. So this could be our permanent setup for yeah. the next <laughs> thousand, 5,000 years. 5,000 years, I think okay. there should be real arms as well, like a person's arm, yeah, like, yeah. if you could. What else can do you, you think Can you, you not hire people to just hold the mic for us? I mean, we're of- we're a super successful podcast now, right. so we, yeah. could, we could just get people who will just hold their arms up to our faces, I guess, and hold mics for people us. People already are like, I would, this, this budget... Is insane. I would rather people like hold me up, like you know, oh. like oh, know, they want to, they want you, you know, to like hold those, up those those kings and queens from yes, the Egyptian yes. times. They would like put you on the, the, the throne pharaohs, and then yes, the pharaohs, and they would walk you. I want one of those every time I come to your uh, our studio. Okay, I'll make I'll make a call for that. Do you also want me to get rid of the couch and just you could sit on top of someone instead? Yes. No, I want the couch. Oh, okay. I think I, oh, I don't know. I don't. Well, Shay, like, Shay's Shay's I was quick. I was quick to move on that one. Yeah. What about, someone, what about grapes? What about grapes? How 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 are we feeling about like someone feeding us grapes? Well, here's the thing: we do have that rule about not eating during the show, though. So, what you don't like the sound of crunching? I don't. Someone or, or squishing, squishing, more squishing because they're grapes, That's right? True. Um, I, I always <laughs> think of the steward of Gondor, who yeah. when he, he eats grapes and food like oh, a fucking God. animal. That's so it's gross. Like, the sound effects when he eats the was he eating the apple. I don't know. He was eating like chicken. And, oh, yeah. yeah. The chicken. Whatever. Yeah. And it was just like every time I think of someone feeding me, I think of him. I don't know why, but it's just the, the sound of his 
food going it's, into it's, his it's mouth. like the swishes and the swirls of the yeah. food yeah it's disgusting it's it's pretty gross i'll be honest with you but you know speaking i'm glad you brought up lord of the rings though because it's actually been about two months to the day our last time we recorded together in this room was august 22nd and we were talking about our experience in, in la covering the rings of power premiere and all of that and now we are two months later. I didn't think we anticipated being off from the main episodes for this long, but it also was a snowball effect of the Lord of the Rings coverage into TIFF, into Black Adam, into Hocus Pocus and Werewolf by Night. So there was a lot happening on the show. So it's not like we were just gone for two months. We pumped out a lot of episodes in that time. Right? Oh, yeah. Like the, the amount of work that went into the past two months. Yeah. We were doing... Like that, just that amount of work was like a year's work for us in the past. So it's, it's just, true. Yeah. It's just, you can see how like we are growing and consistently reviewing and interviewing and reviewing and going on these experiences and then yeah. telling everyone about him. It's, yeah. Uh, we had a lot of people messaging us saying like, Hey, I didn't get that. Could you try again? I Did hate, they say that? I, I, Is that what they, they said? They, <laughs> I, yeah. they said that. I and said, I was like, <laughs> I didn't get that. Could you try again? And I was like, why are you messaging me this? Cause <laughs> I don't Siri, get it man. either. It just doesn't work. Like no. Apple, if you're listening, Siri is completely broken. Any voice works with Siri now. Uh, well, I, I didn't even say those words. Yeah. Though. I you know, know we had a lot of people saying, "I didn't get that." I didn't Try get that. Again? Try again later. I'm like, I don't get it. Oh, okay. Uh, no, we had a lot of people messaging us saying, "Hey, where are the Monday episodes? Yeah, bring them back." Well, one of the most uh, public ones is uh, from our Discord. We had Timo LS say, "Are the weekly main episodes coming back?" And then you and I both said, "Soon." And then he said, awesome, don't get me wrong, I love the interviews and reviews, but the main episodes really are the heart of the podcast, the banter is immaculate. You know, thank you for that, because the Wait, banter... He, he likes the banter? He likes the banter, because <laughs> the comments that we get of, like, get to the review, Yeah, like... It always reminds me of when Fox News was like, LeBron, play basketball. It's like, yeah. guys, stop Shut talking. up and dribble, yeah. yeah. Shut up and dribble, like, guys, Yeah, tell us if the movie was good. If you want to know if the movie was good listen to that part of the review you can actually skip it like yeah like we have invented skipping right like skipping like skimming, to, skimming yeah Fred, skipping yeah. forwarding whatever you want yeah call it. but i but i also feel like you need the banter to get you into the type of mindset that we're in that way you know it's like a complete package yes. right that's the thing a review isn't some a review is always going to be subjective so First, get to know your subjects before you get to the review. Very true. It's very true. true. Or, you know, sometimes we'll we'll have comments right in like, oh, this is like a 20-minute episode, but your interview is only five minutes. I'm like, well, yeah, that's because we wanted to make it yeah, something you could enjoy some listening time, to. Yeah. Right. Fill some time and talk to you. Uh, but no, people, it's, people it's, don't listen to five-minute podcasts. I don't know like, who's, no. who's doing like a crunch version of a podcast. You can't. There. You can't. And imagine if you watch because <laughs> we have a lot of friends who listen to podcasts at double speed. So it's like a minute and you're gone. I don't, how do people do that? How do, how do yeah, people like, who, who listen at double speed? Is that a thing? Right in. If you listen to the movie podcast at double speed, right into the show, because as always... If they even got to if you even, hear if, that if part. If you could even hear it, they're just hearing like... As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. We are back. And watch out throughout the week for our reviews and interviews and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Right into the show at 
hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Uh, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. Five stars would be amazing. Also, you know, as we always say, episodes in the movie podcast may finish, but the conversation doesn't have to end there. Join our Discord. We'll be reading out a lot of your comments, just like Shay did, because um, we have a great community of movie lovers and show lovers in there. Let's let's keep shining that. Let's we keep, really do. Let's keep the conversation going. We did have a correction right into the show. Um, in our Black Adam review, uh, Anthony said... Uh, Kendall. You said it was... Kylie. Kylie, but Kendall. it was Kendall. You know, they're all the same. <laughs> but yeah, I, I knew I knew when I was editing that video, I'm like, it's not Kylie. Right. Kylie is makeup. Right. And she's, you know, she's the more of the... the Travis and all that. I'm like, right. fuck, I fucked the name up. And I'm like, Wait, Travis. Wait, Travis. That's Travis. That's Courtney. That's Courtney. You're fucking up again. Sorry, yeah, no, Travis Scott, man. Oh, get out of here! Like a light, like, oh, I can't like a li- light. We'll get a ruling, judges. That counts. That counts. Yeah, yeah. Have, they, oh, that's, uh, guys, that's bought, on us. I bought judges for us, by the way. I know. I noticed. <laughs> they're just they're so quietly <laughs> they're sitting outside. there. They're just waiting. They just gave they're, us a thumbs up. They're the birds. The birds. <laughs> they're the birds. Uh, but yeah, that was from Christine. She wanted yeah, to let us know. I knew while I was editing, I'm like that. I I know that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna get a death threat for this. How am I gonna fix this? How am I gonna like? dub my voice into saying whatever it is what it is <laughs> well, i knew your k names and you but knew. thank you for making me more aware of it yeah no that's good we, we always want to make sure we're you know we're coming correct because you know we never get things wrong here on the movie podcast I, ever i don't think we did get that one wrong we need if like i a, challenge it what, one thing that we do need is someone off stage like, yeah fact checking us and then it would just prompt in front that'd be wicked <laughs> is it like when the when the like when presidents when pe- president elects are like, like are running and they're like yeah we had a fact checker throughout the whole thing uh yeah that's yeah it, everyone was if you want to be our fact checker during our show please write into at the movie podcast. you will need to yeah, live in the studio though you will have to live it's a live yeah, in role it's, a live yeah. in it's role. like dobby Dobby? Oh, Dobby. Like, oh like you, Dolby. Said, you said you said it with like a British accent too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. oh, like Dolby Atmos, I guess. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, a quick announcement: we have a lot of amazing episodes that we have dropped in the time that we've been away from our main episodes. So if you want to catch all of our TIFF coverage, we've had some incredible guests as well as Michael Giacchino, who's now a friend of the show. He said it himself. He's a friend of the show. So go check out that Werewolf by Night interview. Uh, we also recently had Aldous Hodge on the show talking about his time uh, working on Black Adam with Dwayne Johnson and all of that. Um, thank you to our friends at Warner Brothers for making that happen for us. Aldous is such an awesome person. So we had a really great time talking to him. Uh, we also re- uh, re-released all of our Raymond and Ray coverage from TIFF. So Shay was able to talk with Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke and um, Sophie uh, Okinito and Maribel Verdu. I spoke with Rodrigo Garcia uh, the director of the film, go check that episode out because uh, we had a lot of great. T- we had a great time talking to them about the film, which we really enjoyed. We also have a review out from TIFF, um, and I also want to say um, you've been. You may have been hearing us talking about Mubi um, in our previous episodes. We've been really excited to partner with them to bring you some ads on the show. The first time we've really run ads on the show, uh, they've been great partners so far. So if you want to get a whole month of cinema for free, uh, where you have just incredible movies at your fingertips uh check out our show notes below we have links to everything we're talking about today as well as our link for you to get a month free of movie it's worth it you want to check this out you don't want to miss this chance uh but there was something that we did get to attend uh two weeks ago at this point uh dwayne johnson did descend upon toronto and uh, we got to attend the black adam rocks canada event again thank you to warner brothers canada for inviting us uh anthony i'd love for you to start us off what did you think about getting to see dwayne johnson in person and how was the event for you well seeing the rock is it was something that i didn't expect to see 
uh, my lifetime that close. Yeah, you know, like, we were like five. Well, oh, I would watch him. him in a wrestling match, maybe from the stands, or we see him in movies. But like he was what two feet away from us, three yeah. feet. And yeah, you could smell was, you could smell what the Rock was smelling like that day. The people that were there treated the Rock like he was. Superman. Yeah. You met you know that scene in Batman versus Black Adam? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Batman versus oh, Superman. Oh, oh. And he's just like Superman's in the air and like people are like giving them babies and Yeah, in and Mexico, whatever. right? Yes. Yeah. That's how it was and you literally saw people give him letters and flowers and and show books their tattoos and yeah. show tattoos that he inspired in them and it's just wow, I was I was a little like shocked the amount of fan base he has and not just like i love the rock but like treating him as like almost like this this idol this icon that he, he is what, a, that he is yeah he has and, you know that was the whole thing him, right? about yeah. his character in the wrestling he was like this wrestling icon but yeah like, literally this almost like a religious icon it felt like there. that right it's like jesus was coming to, to town right <laughs> um but yeah like it was a little crazy in there i think we positioned ourselves right in front of the speaker. And, oh, yeah. And uh, I think I lost five years of hearing <laughs> just because the, the music that the DJ was playing was a lot of, like, rock. It was a lot of rock and music, then, you yeah. know, Rock music it has guitar strings and screeching at times, yeah. and, but the speaker was just right in front of me. Right. And it would, heat, it would hit, like, a certain level, and my... I would just lose all hearing. Yeah. But other than that, it was a, it was a really cool event. The venue was a little tight just you know for 900 people to be in for for 900 people you know covid has happened and now it's gone but you still have this worry about what's you know i'm surprised who's who's standing in front of me who's who's behind me i'm surprised none of us caught any type of like cold or anything don't uh, don't don't jinx again but there was this one guy kept yelling like he was like fuck i got covid (laughs) he (laughs) He was like he didn't yell that no (laughs) at least 100 feet and he kept yelling Rock, can we get a selfie? Yeah. Rock, oh, yeah. get a selfie? That I'm like, dude, you're like so far away. He's not going to pick you. There's like yeah. a million other people in front of you that yeah. he's going to pick. But he was just yelling. And I'm like, he's just spreading whatever think, is coming yeah. out yeah. of him. Um, but these are things that you're now more aware of. You are, yeah. Personal space. Yes. Um, yeah, like it's it was, a, it was a crazy event. And I think it reminded me of the before times. Which yes. I was like, oh, this is fun to have an event that is like this because it's been so long since we've had something like that and again when when it comes to these type of events canada is always sometimes you know canada can be forgotten about right like they'll do it in big like cities like you'll see new york you'll see los angeles you'll see other places in the world but it's cool to have something happen here and again toronto is going to be the city that it's always going to happen in so we may have listeners across canada be like yeah you guys in toronto get everything and it's true toronto does get everything but when you have someone of the status like Dwayne Johnson coming, uh, and it's a huge event like this, it's 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 nice that it happened because you could have it could have easily not had a Canadian leg of this tour. And it's if there's yeah. one thing Dwayne Johnson is going to do is that he is the ultimate seller of whatever movie or show or product that he's yeah. part of. Right? Like so I was everywhere. Like I I I was watching YouTube and he was on Good Morning America. He was in New York. He yeah. was in Toronto. He was here. He was there. He was. He was in celebrating Roblox. people with charities, yeah, he and he's gonna like that dude bring, is always working. Bring every, all these kids to watch Black. I'm like, yeah. where does he find the time to do it? Like, yeah. and then he's also working out, and he also has his own family life and all that. So it's just, do you think The Rock has a clone? 
Do you think like, at this point, a cologne like, or a cologne? Ooh, does The Rock have a cologne? No, he does not. Oh, he would. I feel like he one day like, he How will. could you not? Your, could your, you catchphrase not? Is, your catchphrase is, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah. Like, why do you not have Dude, a he's listening right now and he's yeah. like, that's exactly a, a, a billion, idea, billion dollar idea. You know, okay, but you know what the name would be? What would the name be? Le Rock. That's it. Oh. Le Rock. Because like, it sounds fancy or French. Uh, yeah. I was hoping that hit harder. Shay, how was the event for you? You know what? The event was great for me. Thank yeah. you for asking. Uh, great food. Um, yeah, the good. lightning burgers. The lightning burgers. Yeah. I wish I got sliders. to look at the lightning yeah. uh, before I you ate just, it. You just devoured it. I'm not gonna right? lie, I was well, pretty hungry, and yeah. we were waiting out in the cold for a little bit too. Oh yeah. Uh, so I wasn't fully prepared. Like I wore like a very light jacket. I was like, oh, I should be good. Let's mark 15 minutes on the clock for uh, Shay mentioning something about the weather in this episode. Oh, thank yeah. God. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what did he say? Wrong? I'm like, what did I say? Wrong? Did I say something offensive? You know, we're talking about the weather here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a little cold, so I was like, okay, let me get inside. And as soon as I got in. I tried eating things right away to warm my body yeah. up. And then you miss, man, I wish it was colder. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know what? We got to the front and like, I again, I know what I had to expect because people were shoving and pushing like crazy. Yeah, of course. It was like a concert, up. man. Yeah, it really was. I just, it was, it was a fun event. There was this period where they did rock, paper, scissors. And this oh one gosh. group of people, for some reason, couldn't grasp the game. Right. And it really confused me. I'm like, is this a new game? Have they changed the rules? <laughs> they hadn't. They would, they would like count down and then nobody would do it. Yeah. And then there was that other person, too, who like kept her hand behind, behind her, her back. Hand. And I was like, That's I don't sneaky. trust you. That's sneaky. Yeah, you know, because we, you can change it while you're coming at, out, right? Uh, when you're on the fly, right? So you, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm showing my example of like. It's like a gun. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no. Hands in the hands Always in the middle. Always hands out front. Yeah. Are hands these, out front. Were these people not kids at one but point? But also, both no. these people lost, by the way. That, they did, uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess karma. There it goes. Taylor Swift, you know? You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to the album yet, so uh, I Joel apologize. Joel Alwyn, uh, Boyfriend. It's a good album. No, good, album. I, yeah. I, I, good album. I, I will listen the, the to song, it. Was the song Midnight's? Was well, the, the album's name, the, yeah. What's the album name? What was the, was the big song? Was it Karma? Karma was up? a big song, and also, oh well, no, um, you're talking about uh, God's Angry. What's it called again? I don't know. God's <laughs> well, Angry. I, I haven't got to the point where <laughs> I memorized. I'm like, is it God's? I don't think there's whatever. I heard like this was like the big track off the album, like because I was listening to the radio this week, and I was like, oh, the well, radio, the, ra- the radio. Ooh, why were you uh, on the radio? Was was the internet down? Were you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was using an antenna. Just to is anyone out there? Ninety-eight point three. Lavender haze. Is lavender that haze. Is like that a, a flavor of a drink? Yeah. Maroon is that the Rock's cologne? Anti-hero. Like I haven't gotten Anti-hero. to the point Anti-hero where anti-hero is the big one. It with could the video. be. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this is this is a bop. I mean, Taylor Swift is always going to make bops. She's going to make bops for sure. Yeah. We're Swift. But she's here. a really yeah. good songwriter, though. She's that's great. A, yeah. She's a great like, songwriter. Yeah. You know, there's the, the thing about Taylor Swift is, and I don't know. We're going off topic. Listen, here. listen. There's no Taylor Swift slander on this show. Don't worry. The fan base can be very toxic. So that's it's that's how I think I think though that's with any fan base. That's any fan base now. Like there's there's the loudest voices are the most toxic but the good thing is they're the they're the smallest group though. yeah we're yeah. listen we're we're friends we're basically friends with taylor swift because it's we true. had joel alwyn on the show absolutely who was her her, her man her man and also wrote Six some bands. of the songs on this album so oh, he wrote some of the songs eh? yeah he's he's a contributor. yeah yeah so That's quite. were they period songs like you know like period, they period pieces uh, song? uh, they're like, no, they're like I, old medieval song. i wrote yeah. the song like i was in 13th century england what's that what's that old medieval like a string instrument that they always play not a harp it's uh, man- like a, a oh, harpsichord harpsichord mandolin harpsichord is more like a piano mandolin is like what's the, the one like, it was, oh a viol uh uh a harp. It's not. It's a harp. 
I know, but it doesn't sound like it's not a fully hard. The sound you were making made it sound like a It's like, I know, the sound that I did. You sound like you're going to a dream sequence. You're like, I don't know what I'm trying to talk about. Anyways, I'm not from that era. No. But no, I had a great time at the Black Adam Rocks Canada event. And, you know, it was it was great. It was wicked. We're going to be talking a lot more about The Rock very soon. Sorry, Anthony. A little fact about The Rock. He has Canadian roots. So I think that's why he also chose Toronto. His dad was born here, right? dad was born here. I think he's like half. He's a Canadian citizen as well. So the Leafs dual, won that night too. Dual, yeah, and he's now a Maple Leafs fan. I think Daniel was ecstatic that uh, he wore the he, jersey. He brought us luck that night, right? He did. Yeah, he, he brought did. us luck that Can night. Can he be the GM of the Leafs? I mean, that's, he could be the GM the, of the Leafs. He could be the DC film chief. Dude, this what guy, else does this guy want to do? He's president. He, he's why don't you just make him everything. literally the king of the world? Yeah, the Toronto Maple Rocks. Do you think they would call it? Do you think they would? Call well, it? they would have the Toronto it. Rock, right? For a hundred percent next year, the Maple Leafs advertising is going to be the Rocks. Do you think the Rock knows about our lacrosse uh, team though? Tequila. Yeah. Or do you think anyone else knows about our lacrosse? I mean, team? it would be a shame if. Here's the thing. Us being in the game that we're in and loving branding and these marketing opportunities and like that, it'd be a shame if someone from the Toronto Rock didn't get The Rock to do a video for them since... He did a lot of videos. Like my, So many relatives of my family have sent me the video of The Rock saying Pakistan versus India for cricket. Yeah. Like... I, first of all, I didn't even know he made that, but he made a video just like the same thing that he's been doing, like about Roblox and everything else. Like yeah. he did one saying, like the greatest rivals on earth. Did you did you see that Roblox version of him? I'm like, yeah, Damn, I want to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just crazy, and like how many things that he did. So if Toronto Rock didn't do it, come on, man. Yeah. You know those commercials you see on TV where they like they sell like used cars. He was on one of those too, like just. Promoting <laughs> he's Black a, Adam. He was in the Oliver's jewelry commercials too. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes, hundred uh, percent. The guy's for, everywhere. For those for those it. that don't know, Google Oliver Jewelry Toronto commercial, yeah. and uh, you're gonna be in the for the Cash uh, Man. I'm the Cash you're, Man. We're gonna get sued if you sing the whole song, though. Yeah, they, that's probably like that's a. He's here actually. I think he's that's here. He's, here. Outside. he's guys, like Michael I also Myers. Afforded him. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like brought, Michael Myers he, outside he's waiting. He's a special guest today. Something else I want to talk about with you all. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about it. We won't go too in-depth with it. But the three of us are all playing God of War Ragnarok. Of course, this is provided to us by PlayStation, code provided by PlayStation, just to cover is our that your Is that your uh, fine print voice? That is a code provided by PlayStation. <laughs> um, we do we do have to, uh, I think, acknowledge that. So we thank do, you, yeah. PlayStation Canada, for making this happen for us. Um, we don't cover video games a lot on the show, but we do... When it comes to these giant cinematic releases, Last of Us, we have a review for, God of War, these type of games we love talking about because they are so cinematic. We are allowed to talk about our initial impressions of God of War Ragnarok. I know we are all in different places right now, but very, very, again, choose your words wisely because we're not allowed to spoil anything, obviously. Uh, but I think I, I my clock right now... Um, well, I'm, you know, I won't say how far I'm into it, just to cover my, just to cover our bases. Uh, all I will say is really enjoying it. The game looks gorgeous. It very much is a continuation of what 2018 did. But I do think we're going to it will reach a point where we're like, okay, here's the game we are now telling. Shay, you've you've played a little bit of it as well. How's your experience been so far? Yeah, I would say about the same as what you kind of just said there. I think what I love so far about the game is that it it starts off right away. Like there's not a there's not a minute to spare. It it kicks off. It goes into high gear. 
And not only does it like introduce action right away, but it int- introduces an emotional point in the game that I was getting. Re- I'm like, like, I just hit start. Like, why yeah. am I already crying? Why like, am I crying already? Like, yeah. What is going on? Um, but you're you're right. It very much is a continuation of what we got in 2018. You know, good or bad, take that as you will. Since we love the first game, to me, it's it's good because that way I get to continue what I loved about the first right. one. And I and there are uh, some quality of life improvements that that you know they've introduced, which is great. Um, but you're right; I think there is going to be a point in the game where it's like, "This is here we go. This yeah. is, here it this is. is the game." Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, how, are you, how are you? Yeah, I'm enjoying. I think the the one thing I love about God of War is not even the the gameplay or anything like that. It's more of the story. Yeah, absolutely. And the the story about between Kratos and his son, and. I love where they're going with it now that he's in an older stage. Yeah. And the last time we kind of had them together, his son was a little bit of a brat at the end. You probably remember <laughs> yeah. at the end. Yeah, the God complex, He killed right? like yeah. uh, one of Thor's sons. Like, he literally right. slit his throat. So you see him much more mature and he listens to his father more. He understands. And I think that relationship has kind of grown. Right. So I, I like that. I like... I. It is. It does feel very similar to what I've just played. So I'm curious to see where this game leads me because right. I'm not that far in. Um, but I think for anyone who who played God of War, they should play it again just so they can get contr- remember the controls. Right. Play it the 2018 version. Get familiar with it because those controls will just work well when you're playing this game again. Right. And just understanding the menus because it's very similar in that sense. Right. But I'm, yeah, I just enjoy, you know, God of War. Like, it's it's a game that can't be bad in my eyes. Yeah. Even, you know what I'm saying? Like, the control, everything, everything feels so fluid about it and the controls and the story is amazing. Yeah. So it's like you're playing it and it's like you're watching a movie that you love. Yeah. You know is what I mean? Is this the same director as the first So one? this is a different or director. One, so yeah. obviously Corey mm. Barlog um, is the creative uh, director the creative director of the game but the director of this game is eric williams so this is still from santa monica studios though uh bear mccrary who obviously just did the rings of power and who did the score for the first game is back doing the score for this one which is incredible um some things that you touched on you know i think atreus being a little bit older obviously sunny selchuk who sounds so much he sounds so deeper yeah it's crazy um makes me want to rewatch mid 90s though because he's so good in that so good and then every time i would watch mid 90s i'm like oh it's atreus like because he just sounds like him yeah and it's weird seeing people get older like i just saw jacob tremblay yes send me that picture i sent you that picture he posted like a before and after and i'm like jacob tremblay in my head is still is always going to be the kid from the room with brie larson but i'm glad he grew into his looks like some kids when they have that baby face look they and they grow up. They They're ugly. That yeah, you're right. Ugly. They're hideous to look at. I know. He looks really good as a young adult at this yeah. point. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he, he he's keeping that boyish charm so yeah. far. Uh, but yeah, no, I think God of War Ragnarok is going to be everything you could hope it could be. It's gonna it's an expansion of what the first game was. It's uh, a further exploration of the father son dynamic, and it just plays incredible. And it looks inc- incredible. We're all playing on PS5. We're all playing in performance mode, so 60 frames. It looks so good. It's almost off-putting of how, like, how, like, I'm like, how can you make this look this amazing? You know what I mean? Like, it's it really is, I think, pushing the PS5 what it's capable of. And if we're seeing what the PS5 is capable now, and apparently this game is going to look and run great on PS4, I can only imagine what future games are going to look like that are just console exclusives that are really going to push the... Right, because this game, this game was really developed for... 
the PS4 yeah. as this priority console. So, right. like, really, are they taking advantage of everything the PS5 can offer in terms of the actual... Like the processing power, yeah. There's like like zero loading in this game. It's scary. Yeah, there's zero loading. As soon as soon as I died, it's like checkpoint instantly. When you get when once I and I can't wait for that moment where we can like the whole world has PS5s. I know it's still like a hard console to get, but once they start making games that are dedicated to the PS5, like Ratchet and Clank, which I think was visually stunning. Yeah, what a game! Fantastic. I can't wait for that moment. Can't wait because yeah, it's going to be. We're like, going to get that with Spider Man oh, Two, luckily, and, and Spider Man Two. Oh boy, yeah. can't wait. So yeah, that's that's a bit of our God and War impression so far. We will have a full uh, spoiler free review November third at twelve p.m. Eastern time. So look forward to that very very soon. Uh, yeah, because there's lots there's lots to look forward to. I'm lots. just so happy to be back uh, in the room with you guys. Yeah, I, I know that like you guys were against wanting to come back, or mostly Daniel. He was yeah. like he's like Monday episodes. Burn More like dead episodes. Well, like oh, one day they sense. will they will cease to exist. <gasps> what? Just like we will. Oh. Just like oh. we will. <laughs> the sands of time. Oh, that's sad. Because uh, we'll be on our thrones, man. Like, what? Did, oh, did you not listen to this? Yeah. Are human thrones or which ones? <laughs> I don't want human thrones, man. You don't want They're human thrones? Okay. Uh, uh, Siri, cancel the human thrones. Oh, no. She's I'm gonna, scared she's going to go gonna, off. She's going to literally be like, adding we, human thrones. Should we talk to your about calendar? the Rings of Power event that we went to? We can 100% Why talk not? about the Rings of yeah, Power. That was, guys, this is our guys. show. Who is yeah. talking about whatever look, look you want? Look how relaxed we are right now. We're yeah. in this. We're in this. Man, Siri, Siri? what is she saying? What, did you change yours to recognize any word? Yeah, I've been like recording all your voices. Yeah. What? But she, she was talking into about one. it too, which she was is like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was a good event. Siri, were you there? So I that's guess she that's was. a great point you brought up. So we went to after literally the same day as the Black, uh, sorry, the Black Adam Rocks Canada event. Also, whoever decided the name of that, phenomenal because the Rock, Black Adam. Beautiful. Might have been the rock. Be- uh, have been the rock. <laughs> beautiful marketing, beautiful branding. Uh, so as soon as we finished that, we went right over to Prime Video Canada, who invited. We were so nice to invite us to um, a celebration of the a, finale, a taste of Middle Earth, a taste of Middle Earth, where we got to. It was one of the most beautiful events. If you go to our socials, you'll see all yeah. of our coverage of it. But uh, we got to, you know, have different meals inspired by uh, the foods of Middle Earth, uh, created from Chef Marcus Samuelson, mm-hmm. who, uh, yeah, it was delicious. It was such a fun time, and what an uh, environment it was too, right? It was absolutely, it was unreal. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. like I think when we. A lot of it is unexpected because, you know, we went to the the event in L.A. And then when we went to this event, it felt very similar. Just the way that it was set up. You had, like, these two elves and they had a scroll and they were looking up our names. Yeah, like, where where are we sitting at? Who are you? What do they they call young people in Lord of the Rings? Youngo. 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 And they were like, oh, okay, I see you here. Here, you're allowed in. It was just it, little things like that just made this whole event feel like it's just a really authentic. cool it's authentic, really, yeah. Yeah. experience. It's, like, it's those attention. It's those little attentions to detail yeah. that really take it to the next level. Absolutely. And, and, then like, our, and then our table was just, they had like the trees from Linden. Yeah, nicer just, than any wedding I've ever yeah, gone Yeah, and they had like these. <laughs> no offense know, to our friends. Yeah. yeah. No, guys, step our friends, step it up. Step because yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. unreal. They had like a band that came from Middle Earth. I felt like, yeah. where do they yeah. find these? Like, yeah, Mumford and Sons. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Mumford. These, the, these Mendo people, like they're just what like, they, Mando people. What's they're, a Mando person? Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they were just playing like a classical guitars in the mandolin, yeah. and they were playing like 
covers of like yeah, this song from 1803 yeah, this is a little oh, nice x song oh like 1400s dude like that's how i felt like it felt like that time period yeah, yeah. it was it was a beautiful event it was very, a lot of very fun. cool yeah no, so. and it was it took place in you know toronto's his, historic distillery district uh so i recommend looking that up if you're not from here because it's a beautiful area and you can see the atmosphere through the pictures. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun with that. Thank you again to our friends at Prime Video for inviting us. We love working with them. Um, and it was a great time. It was a really, really great time. And of course, our topic of the show today is all about our Halloween movie recommendations. But without further ado, for the first time in two months, let's get to the news. Oh, like we were never oh, gone. Like that the, the cobwebs have been taken off. That was wonderful. Let's get to our the one and only news story today. The only thing that matters today. DC at a turning point. James Gunn pitches secret movie. And Dwayne Johnson flexes his Superman power. This is coming from the one and only Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter. Welcome back, Boris. Um, with the release of Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam and DC Films' Walter Hamada quietly ending his tenure in the coming days, DC is charting a course into truly unknown territory. Johnson is publicly touting his vision for a future Black Adam versus Superman movie with his words stoking fan desire, desires to see Henry Cavill return as the Cape Crusader, uh, sorry, as the Cape Tiro. Full disclosure, we're talking Black Adam spoilers today. So if you have not watched Black Adam, if you don't want to be spoiled by anything, now is the time to leave. Superman, a.k.a. Henry Cavill, is AKA. in, <laughs> is in um, Black Adam. He is in post-credit scene. He is. You think? He is. No, we know. We know. Uh, no, he he's, there. He's, he's there. there. he's there. He's there. He's there. So yeah, Henry Cavill is back as Superman. What does this mean? We don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, going back to the story, uh, Matt Reeves is plotting an expansion for his Batman universe, while J.J. Abrams remains in the mix as well with his own plans. James Gunn is ang uh, is angling for his own new DC project or two. While it isn't clear what hero or teams Gunn is targeting, um, the writer-director would focus on a second season of Peacemaker first. The studio's eyes are very much set on Superman. Meanwhile, in Gotham City, filmmaker Reeves is quietly making his own expansion plans. The filmmaker is meeting with writers and directors to build out movies focused on Batman's rogues gallery, both established and more obscure, with characters ranging from Scarecrow to Clayface to Professor Pig. It is unclear where Superman movie... Sorry, where Superman moves leaves Abrams, who is still on track to produce Coates' movie under centered, uh, sorry, centered on the last son of Krypton. So if you remember, uh, I believe it was last year, we were talking about how they were looking to develop a Superman movie um, from kind of like Van Worlds that would focus like on a black Superman movie, uh, which is interesting with J.J. Abrams producing that. We don't know if that's happening anymore. There's a lot to unpack. Also, a, P a Professor Pig movie would be terrifying, which would fit very well i think within the reeves verse of of batman characters mm -hmm. shay jump in here what are your thoughts on everything happening with dc is henry cavill officially back as superman what are your thoughts look i don't want to sound negative at all but i i think i'm just at a point with dc where i'm like if you got it show it like like it's been a lot of talk for so long i know that we're under new leadership now walter amada's out and you know people will have their feelings about that however they want and that's fine but you know show us something because for so long i mean this this cameo that we were going to get in black adam was also going to be a headless one so at that point they were going to go through it no matter what right so what does that really mean? Like bringing Henry Cavill back is fantastic. We really didn't think we'd see the day that he'd be back into the end of this universe. But 
I don't know. I just I, I need to see like I, I need the credits to roll on something. I need trailers to be out because I'm still kind of burnt by them canceling Bat Batwoman. Oh, Batgirl. Batgirl, sorry. Yeah, yeah Batgirl. I'm, I'm still a little upset by that, too, because, you know, we would have gotten Brandon Fraser. We would have gotten Adel and Bilal's vision. We would have had too. Michael Keaton Grace, back, you know? You know? Like, so there's there's just a lot that they're doing, which is great. And, I mean, Black Adam wasn't a, wasn't a home run at all. Um, and it kind of still falls within the same quality that DC has been pumping out. So I'm re- I really am it, curious. Doesn't it come off, like, unprofessional? Like this whole like DC world that they've created, like it just yeah, it's it's a it's, mess. It's such a mess. It's like like if we were to make this world, we would be a fired, b you know blacklisted, and yeah, and be, like be called unprofessional because this right. is a studio who's just willy nilly doing whatever they want with these characters, yeah, right, but not having some sort of cohesiveness to the whole world, right? We with with um, Henry Cavill coming back, that means. There's the Snyderverse or the Snyder world that he created is coming back. Am I wrong or is that just a different well, Superman? No, well, you're not wrong, but it, I think it just means like within Black Adam as well, we see Amanda Waller, we see right. uh, we see Jennifer Hol- Holland, right? Yeah, who, I can't remember her name, and, but I'll look it up. Oh, like the character name? The character name. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. We see Viola Davis, we see Jennifer Holland, but like we see characters who have been established in the DC before. Just like in The Suicide Squad, we have Margot Robbie and Joel Kinnaman come yeah, back yeah, from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so I think I think it's them just being like okay, this didn't work before, but we can pivot and now tell better stories with them. We can't change what's happened before, but I see super. I see Henry Cavill coming back as hopefully them planning to do a Superman movie, right? Because he looks a little different. He has the curl, which got me excited. He has the yellow on his suit is a lot more prominent, which was always one of my criticisms with the Man of Steel logo. Um, but you have John Williams' score, which is also the score that they use for Superman in a variation in justice league by joss whedon so i'm just like it's that same dc thing as we always say this just raises more questions than answers do you think right? they, they planned that or was it just something that planned which part sorry the whole like the 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 yellow on the chest or the john williams the, I, I think those were changes think, that they were trying to make him like let's make him more recognizable as superman right um so they could be like yeah the Zack snyder days were before and now this is like the post Zack Snyder Superman. Like this is Superman who's died and come back already. Um, yeah. Amelia yeah. Harcourt is Amelia Harcourt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. Um, which again, I'm it was it was cool seeing them. It, it melt. It made the universe feel a little bit more cohesive. But like we said in our review, a lot of the issues that I have with Black Adam and like you know it's, and things like that are more of a failure of the DC universe, where it's like right. the Justice Society has been chilling here this whole time, but like it made it seem like Justice League was the first time we had these heroes come together. So it's a lot of just like weird like continuity things that like the, these characters weren't established so we really didn't know who they were. We really, really kind of do need like a, a ground up like relaunch relaunch but yeah. it's way too late now like they're they're just really digging themselves the hole and yeah. hoping well, that we'll they're just hope the, the course side. corrects itself right at this yeah. point and right? the rock is really promoting that the justice society came before the justice league of yeah you, you know, know they the predated league. the justice league like, he yeah. kept saying that but i'm like those are only two people from the justice society like you yeah. don't have you know green lantern you yeah. don't have the flash which were like you know i think it was uh uh, who played the Flash again? Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick yeah. and Alan Scott, right? Yeah. Um, and the other characters that are part of that. So it's like you only have two people of this just a society, and you're making it 
you you really don't have the full story and right he's, he's just but he's planting that seed in your head like like you should care about them more because yes, they came yes, first yes, right yes. yeah but that's such a jeff johns thing though yeah i just justice want- <laughs> society is a very jeff johns thing. yeah and again like in, in in the promotion too they were saying like you know like yeah the justice society we want to introduce new heroes but in my head i'm like yo can you just show us Yo. a good superman batman and wonder woman working together <laughs> like because like, you know what i mean like it's like we're so focused sometimes on introducing these other characters but it's just like no just do these characters well right and it's it's wild to me that you know going back to october 2014 i remember marvel having that event where they announced the rest of phase two and phase three that was almost 10 years ago at this point where we're in a we're in a spot with dc where it's like okay what what is your plan moving forward? What's the next five or six years look like? I think on the Matt Reeves side, I'm not worried at all because no. we have the Penguin show coming. The Batman was amazing. And we'll have other, hopefully, it'd be cool to see a Clayface or a Professor Pig in that world because I feel like you could do those like in a really interesting way. Right. But it's like the grander DCEU or it's mostly Superman where it's like people just want a Superman movie. So mm-hmm. what's the Batman we're getting in the DCU? Is it going to be it's Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck, right? Yeah, it has to be. Because like he's been reshooting stuff, right? And I think them canceling Batgirl is them removing Michael Keaton out of whatever he was in Aquaman, which is crazy to think that movie was supposed to be this year too. Same yeah. was it The Flash. Um, we still have The Flash coming next year in Aquaman. So yeah. who, who knows what that grander picture looks like i just wish they had a roadmap for us to be like this is what you for you to get excited about henry cavill is back as superman but there's no movie there's no movie green that's why i'm not excited i'm laughing right now because i keep remembering all you remember is ben affleck saying i'll never play batman again i'm done and he's here he is in aquaman and i'm pretty sure he's gonna do a movie i think he right now he's just on a better like he's he's healing he's he's, healing yeah he's he's a there's a lot of healing gone through him those were dark days for him right now he can like really focus on this bastard but it sucks because you know but you have matt reeves batman which is that was a batman story a lot of people wanted with ben affleck yeah right because i also feel like people were a little burnt like yeah ben affleck was cool in batman versus superman as like this grizzled batman and he was badass but he wasn't really anything more than that, right? right? So they're like, oh, we finally got a a great Batman movie again. And then people saw him in Justice League and he's like, oh, like this dude's like invincible basically in that movie, right? Yeah. So and he has guns and he has like laser like it's just it's just such a mess. And you go back and like, hold on, what do people want what like the Zack Snyder Justice League, or do they want something of their own like i don't i don't i don't know where this universe is going i I want the matt reeves batman yeah and i want that to continue i do want a ben affleck batman but i think it all comes down to who's writing it and who's directing it because you have people like matt reeves who like clearly he's creating his own universe it's his that that is a director right right he's so passionate and he's he understands a story he's not going to He's not Zack Snydering it in the sense that oh I read this comic and I'm going to make this comic that yeah I- but I want to do it like uh, Zack Snyder is very director driven too but he's very he has a very distinct vision to it where Matt Reeves I think like what you're saying has such a character focus to it yeah and he'll bring his style to it as well too where I think where you look at Black Adam Black Adam doesn't feel like it's a director driven movie yeah it just feels like anyone could have been in the director's chair and brought that to life it felt yeah. very much just like the rock's vehicle right, right. Abs- and absolutely and i think that's where i'm kind of out with it as well where yeah you know affleck is healing but 
the DCEU hasn't healed yet. So right. for Affleck to come back and then get burnt out again and then feel the shit of it all, like, I don't he, want that he's either. He's got J-Lo no, man. J-Lo's like... But love don't cost a thing, dude. Like, <laughs> you know? J-Lo got him on that good track, you know? Yeah. On that good, good. Well, you know, we'll see where this all shapes up. Oh, wait. I, I, oh, yeah, please. James Gunn's secret pro- project. What do you think? What if is? James Gunn is directing a Superman movie? I don't think he would, though, because I don't feel like that's in James Gunn's yeah. wheelhouse. I don't right. think he wants the that big character. He wants to do... I don't think he wants the good boy. I think he wants, like... The, the flawed the more, characters, The flawed right? characters. Like, yeah. he would do... Question. The qu- oh, the question would be yeah, awesome. Like he would be like yeah. these random ass- Plastic Man. Calendar yeah, Plastic Man, Man would yeah. be a James Gunn story. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. You could do, you could do, I mean, I wonder, I wonder then where's, where's JJ going to fold into all of this? Is he still doing, you know, he was supposed, like supposedly working on the Justice League Dark, but again, like why, like I don't think this DC needs any more dark heroes, you know? Yeah, everything's dark. Yeah. I mean, we also have that rumor of, or I mean, I don't know if it's a rumor how official it is, but you know, Keanu Reeves coming back as Constantine. Right. Is that is that going to happen? I feel like it's one of those things that... I think it will. I think it will. I would like some, to see that it. Someone, like he, that's a character he wants to replay again. Like He's right. voiced that. So why don't we not make this happen? But does Warner Brothers see it as like the first one didn't do well box office wise? Right? Like it didn't really, it didn't review well. They're going to lose him because yeah. Kevin Feige is going to pick him up for Ghost Rider. He's some, going to do something. Some, yeah. Something, right? Because right. he, he said it enough times... That he wants to play a superhero, and he's it seems like he's been asked many times to play yeah. other heroes he's a good in the point Marvel in universe. Yeah, and so he's a good per- like he's literally a good person to yeah. have on your team and on your podcast. Hey, Keanu, come yeah. on the movie podcast. We know you're big fans. You're gonna lose out. Do you think so? Here's my question for you: Do you think Keanu Reeves shows up in a DC project next or Marvel project? Which one first? I feel like he will show up in a marvel project first i feel like he'll be one of those crazy like after credit scenes you're like whoa what's keanu doing here like charlie's theron yeah like that like a little french there eh? Um, but who knows where it's going to go but shay i would love for you to break down the box office uh let us know what's going on there and we should probably do the jingle first (gasps) uh yeah so black adam has opened to 67 billion dollars <laughs> that's a lower than i think what the rock that, was expecting that's a, that's a b with an m yeah. so <laughs> seven million uh dollars that's a, that's the best solo opening this is coming from eric davis of uh, fandango uh best solo ever opening for dwayne johnson higher than shazam at 53 million and it matched aquaman which also opened at 67 million uh it's stronger opening than recent dc branded films like the suicide squad birds of prey wonder woman 84 which i mean that came out in the pandemic so yeah that literally came out december 20 did it even have a theatrical release i don't even know it didn't know no right um super pets and lego batman uh, to compare to MCU, Black Adam opened slightly below Shang-Chi and Eternals and a drop higher than the first Thor in Captain America films. Historically, DC has had seven films open to more than $100 million, but four have featured Batman, and Batman appears in five of the seven. So, yeah, I guess it's all about the bat, really. The bat mm-hmm. rules DC 100%. That, that Shazam, uh, you said it, it opened higher than Shazam, but Shazam didn't even get half the marketing. Not no, not nowhere even. near. Yeah. Nowhere it should near. have opened up way higher than Shazam. That's and it's it's wild to think that Eternals did more money than Black Adam. That's Eternals is such a good movie, man. It is it's such yeah. a good movie. It's like Oscar type of like filmmaking. Absolutely. And I can't believe people hate it. 
That's so strange. Yeah, we were we, how were, we the, were the outliers, which yeah. is, which is oh, interesting yeah. with that. Yeah. It happens. How the cookie right? crumbles, I believe. It's true. What uh, else? What else? Happened what else? Ticket to Paradise opened in second place this week uh, with sixteen point three million. Uh, it did, but it's doing great. It's got eighty million worldwide and on a budget of only sixty million. So sixty million is a lot for that type of movie, though. It, it is. Well, I mean, look at the cast, yeah. right? So that's well, like thirty each, two leads, right? Yeah, so. 30, that's probably more. They each. also yeah. shot it in Bali. Yeah, yeah. Bali? like there's like there's like yeah. three. Locations yeah, yeah. in that movie too, which absolutely. Is, so, so like, like, damn, sixty million give our, is a lot. Our quick review, shape because me and you went to go watch it. Yeah, I watched it too. Actually, afterwards Where? on Friday, yes, two days ago, I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, talk about it, shape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you and I will talk about it. Please, I don't want to hear. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just like. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. Uh, we'll talk about it in a second. Let me, let me finish this part out. We can do it when we're watching. Okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um. Yes, then we have Smile, which, I mean, it's got great legs or great teeth, I guess you could say. Great, great teeth. Great, great teeth, teeth. Yeah. Uh, It's in third place with $8.3 this week. A total of $84 million so far on a budget of only $17 million. Brilliant. It's doing great. And Halloween Ends had its historic drop, 80% drop. It made $8 million this weekend, $82 million worldwide. I mean, at the same time, not good word of mouth. And at the same time, you have... It's on Peacock. On as Peacock. Well, right? yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's that's a given. I still like that's that's what the budget of Ticket to Paradise one hundred percent all went to Clooney and Julia Roberts. Absolutely. That, because yeah. that movie has the same budget as the Kingsman, as Kingsman the Secret Service. Yeah. Eighty million dollars. No, sixty million. Sixty million dollars. Yeah. But even the, then. But the action sequences, Daniel. Of it, what it, movie? It, ticket to Ticket to Paradise. Yeah, man. Did you not watch it? You probably didn't watch the same you didn't movie. Watch. The you action, didn't wait to the end. The you didn't wait till yeah. the end. Wow. You know, it was that blooper reel that cost them, I think, $60 million for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My God. Oh, my God. So well, that's have, an expensive rom-com, Yeah, though. but you ha- also have iconic, you know, Hollywood actors yeah. and actresses in a movie. No, I get it. But like, for the first time in a, a really lot. long time. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, but it, it's surprised me zero percent because i'm like oh yeah george clooney and joe roberts yeah, yeah. but it wouldn't do a 20 million dollar movie but it really shows like where the world is at this point because i think that movie in maybe the 90s and early 2000s would have got more money just because right. they're there but rom-coms right now they're just they're Especially just not, they're missing the mark yeah but they're i just i just I, just I just think like for setting a movie up for success like having a 60 million dollar budget for that is wild like where i look like a movie like marry me which i consider like on the same par as like that it's a rom-com mm-hmm. like budget-wise it, just because like it's a nicer location it doesn't look like it like they're kind of on par like it should have been 30 wise. million this movie marry me was 20 million dollars yeah like i i, yeah. I that's what i'm saying probably all went to j-lo too yeah ticket to paradise should have been 30 million yeah and then they would have had a much more you know bigger return yeah um at 60 million of a budget and it making 80 million so far we got to see how long the legs like how long this ticket lasts because I don't know if they're going to make a lot back in terms of profit. Right. They're doing great so far, but yeah. let's see. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but it was a fun movie, though. It was a fun yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it. Uh, is that it? Did you, is there any more for box office? That's all for box office. There's, I heard there's this like this horror film that's doing really well. Like it's a sequel. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was doing really well in the box. I think, and it was just the article was explaining that horror movies this year have been a huge success yeah as it uh, should except be. halloween but when they're really good and really telling an actual horror story 
people are enjoying it and then spreading that word to others to go watch watch it in theaters and i just think that that's so amazing because horror movies got to a point where it became redundant or something that you saw and you kind of like oh i I already saw this you're talking about like terrifier 2 i think so it it kind of looked like clowns or something yeah yeah yeah. that that, that one's been making people like throw up in theaters and stuff too but oh really yeah because it's so gross but like it's it's people who but that word of mouth like even with barbarian being that movie that a lot of people didn't know about and heard about it and people talking about it yeah they went to go watch it barbarian had great legs as well it, it, it did well with its you know mysterious marketing that they used as well yeah so yeah smile really was well. very mysterious and smile as well yeah and and i think that's the thing like when you have with horror films you could do a lot with a smaller budget so when you when you're telling a story that gets people interested and releasing it at the right time which i think is another big thing you know how many times have we had horror films come out and it's like july, july. Yeah, and it's like but- no people don't want to watch a horror film in july they want to watch it at the time that's why i think it's so smart the time barbarian came out and pearl came out because now they're all they're going to be available to watch at home pearl is available on like the a24 uh, streaming sh- streaming room, screening room screening. Uh, and then barbarian is going to be on disney plus this week so it's very smart of them to do that i think one big thing that a, a, a lot of studios will look into is the, the this theme of uh, horror films as well as like Christmas films. Yeah, because these are the two things that you see always on TikTok during yeah. this during this time. But biggest like, engagement, biggest engagement, people decorating their house for for Halloween or for Christmas. And I think in the future you'll see more of these movies coming out in the proper time frame. Yeah, that they're supposed to come out and not during you know it's March true. or May and. Or, and and, and look, like people all the time talk about um, like the Hallmark movies and like the whole like oh, right, Bros is the other movie that I was going to talk about how that movie came out at the completely yeah. wrong time. Yeah. Awful time that, for them to release that movie. I'm glad it got a festival, like it got to be in TIFF, but that movie should have been out in the summer. And, and we liked it, but yeah. again, it just sucks the way that movie was marketed as well. Yeah. But like when you look at like a Hallmark movies, I was seeing ads like there's a new Christmas Hallmark movie every day releasing starting, I think, this weekend. They know their audience. They yeah. know people will watch it. They wa- they play those movies nonstop on every the, day. Every day, there's a new Hallmark film. There's a new Christmas Hallmark movie every single day, starting they, next are, week. Is any of them a sequel to the one that came out earlier in the month? There probably could be, right? <laughs> but that's the thing. They know their audience. They know people are watching it. They know people are going to talk about it. And regardless of the quality of it, they know what's successful for them, right? So they're making these movies all year long for small budgets. And they get crazy returns on them because, like, they're they're and I watch them too. I, I'll just put it on, and I'm like, oh, this this New York executive is coming home to her her small town. They're literally called like, oh, I'm I'm from a tiny town, USA, or some shit like that. Yeah. But like, and then they just find the meaning of Christmas, and it's the same thing over. It's literally a cookie cutter, but people like it. And like you said, Anthony, like people do that for, for Halloween movies. People do that for Christmas movies. Disney again was really smart this year. Werewolf by night and Hocus Pocus out a month before Halloween. So people could watch it and have that engagement with it all month long. Right. And you have uh, Netflix coming out with their Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie as well. Right. Yeah. And then we have, but also have Netflix releasing the Wednesday uh, Adams show after end Halloween. of November. Yeah. It's like, but why? Because they wanted to watch you. People want to watch it during Christmas. Yeah, it just, it just. It's I was talking. So here's the thing. This is how this is how wrong the marking is on this film in for uh, on for, the show on the, for Wednesday the show. I was telling my my niece. I'm like, hey, Wednesday's coming out. I might be able to see it earlier because you know we get screeners and all that. 
And she's like, oh, when's it coming out? And she's like, oh, it's coming out like end of November. And she looked at me like, she's like 11. She's like, why would it come out in November? <laughs> like, because she's so invested in Halloween. Yeah. And it's such a, it's a character based in that horror world or Halloween world. And you, it's not like Nightmare Before Christmas. This is, this is completely, Halloween. this is a Halloween show. show. It surrounds it. Wait a minute, right? yeah. it's a Nightmare Before Christmas reference. Even, even if the movie, even if the show doesn't take place at Halloween, the characters are spooky. So it's like, you want to watch it in the time appropriate time. I think they don't right? want it to mesh in with their Midnight Club. Maybe. 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 But I also like think Midnight Netflix Club, is... the other one, The Watcher. Yeah, there's a lot. Dahmer. I think they'll find their audience anyway, right? Uh, but we'll see. We'll also be talking about Wednesday very, very soon. Uh, let's get some trailers. 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 We definitely did switch up the order, but that makes sense because Anthony's going to be hosting next week. So yeah. I, I like that you went next. Oh, okay. Uh, Creed 3 dropped its first trailer this week. And oh my God, Jonathan Majors looks unreal in this movie. Steroids. <laughs> he his whoever his chef is yeah like get, his personal chef yeah is. i watched i watched a, a youtube video on like they did a men's health thing with him on it and he was talking about how he got into shape for this role but um yeah it is all, a lot of sh- like food intake and oh i believe it, it yeah. and all that stuff dehydrating yeah. his muscles he looked incredible also michael b jordan is directing this film uh it looks great i love that we're having, you know, Ryan Coogler and his brother are writing the story of this. They did not write the story of Creed 2, even though Creed 2 is still a fine movie. The first Creed for me is a real gem. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I watch it all the time. Um, so the second film, it's 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 okay. It's fine. It has great moments in it, but it does not reach the heights that that first one did. But this one made me feel a lot more connect and made me feel a lot more connected to the first creed movie because mm-hmm. you're having jonathan majors who is a you know a former childhood friend of adonis he got sent to prison for it looks like he took the rap for something that they did together and now he's coming back thinking that adonis stole his life i love that as a setup because the ultimate way like for them to battle that out is going to be in the boxing ring and it looks uh, it looks pretty great it mm-hmm. looks really really great great trailer yeah really good trailer i was surprised i, I was hesitant because it was Michael B. Jordan directing. Yeah, first time. And you always, you're always worried. First time actor director. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you envision for this character in the third of a franchise too? So it's not yeah. like his vision from for, the beginning. From the beginning, right? But he's this character, so that's it's a good thing. And he knows, and he knows this character inside and out, and where he wants to take him, and right. how he's going to tell the story. I was shocked by the trailer, and I'm like, man, this 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 feels like the first one. Which is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. It does. Uh, we also got a look at The Crown Season 5, which is going to be coming out very, very soon. We also, uh, another Netflix film, Enola Holmes 2. I was a huge fan of the first Enola Holmes. Um, so it's nice to see Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill coming back for who looks like he's going to be uh, have a larger role to play in this one as Sherlock. Uh, did you end up watching Enola Holmes, no. Anthony? It's a really great it's a really great movie. I did not watch it. Shay, you watched it though, right? Yes. Yeah, really, really fun. Um, we also... Uh, we didn't talk about it on any shows. We got our first trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, Shay, what did you think of this trailer? 
I think it is like it, it took me a while to adjust because it looked so good. Like yeah. in terms of like the actual visuals, they looked like they were straight from the game. It's right. how I wanted it. The character designs are perfect. Hearing Jack Black as um, Bowser, phenomenal. There, there was everything was great, but you know everyone was waiting for the moment. Right, the moment that Toad would speak because we all wanted to hear Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, that's all we wanted. To that's hear. all we wanted. To, no, we, we wanted to hear Chris Pratt. And I'm not in the camp of like burn him like like because of, oh, of his awful <laughs> voice or anything like that. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's not what I wanted to hear from Mario. But also, I feel like the the, the parts they chose to speak. We're not the best parts. Not not that I wanted like a monologue from Mario. No, no, no. But you could tell they took an audio clip from a different part yeah. of the tri- of of the movie because it didn't make sense for him to go Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Yeah, like, and instead of here we go, which is you yeah. know the more here Mario thing to say. Like, should have been that. They should have cast you, I think. I'm, I would, oh, gosh. Uh, but it's just it, it was just again. I'm not like oh my god, I hate it. It's more like let, I'm gonna wait to judge yeah. the movie when it comes out. Like yeah. I'll wait till then. But at the same time, like. It it was kind of weird. I won't right. lie. But I, I, yeah, I definitely think it didn't help the line that they used. We've been hearing some dubs from like different languages. I'm like, oh, they went full Mario. Uh, Charles Martinet like voice, yeah. like full Mario voice. But I'm curious how we would have felt hearing him talk the whole movie if they did like a, I don't know if I would have liked that. Ooh, spaghetti. Yeah, like I don't that, know if I would have. You know, like, there's like YouTube videos out there people like doing that like full on Mario yeah, I'm talking. Like, this is, this is a, and it's, it, it gets like well, it's he doesn't, what? He doesn't, he doesn't even talk, sensitive. He doesn't even talk in the games, right? No. Like it's ha- like oh. one sentence. Yeah, it's like, mostly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay. I don't think you would want to hear him talk like that. <laughs> what did you just say? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I believe that was that was an Odyssey. I believe. Okay. Like he he gets rejected. Okay. Peach, I love you. Okay. (laughs) Any of this offending you, Anthony? We'll stop. Well, here's the thing, and I think that's where they they didn't want to go down that route, right? But I don't think Italians would have been like over offended. I think they embrace. (laughs) Can you imagine that article? They're not like so sensitive in that sense. Where oh, you're you you making it sound like we're from we're off a boat you know like yeah. that, that type of thing but it's we Im- italians are very like they embrace shit that m- makes them look good so right. the mafia yeah nothing nothing Does to mario join the mob kill people movie? but they love yeah. it because right. it's like it's italian right mario he's italian we could talk like he's you know, you know? off the off yeah. the the santa but maria who cares <laughs> But he definitely has like a Brooklyn, a bit of a Brooklyn like twang to it, which yeah. feels like they're they're following the same path as yeah the nineteen ninety three movie. The Bob Hoskins one, yeah. Well, it, it would make Ziamo. sense. Like he lives in a world where he doesn't know this world exists, so he's transport. He maybe he is a plumber during the day, and he's transported into this world. So yeah, he probably has. He's fixing a pipe, a, then gets yeah. sucked like in one. A Bronx accent, yeah. but I'm not a big fan of Chris Pratt, and I never liked him being picked for this for Mario? Kit for Mario and I think they could have picked anyone else um, and I think that's where I, I lie with Chris Pratt I just don't like him as an actor right um, he's great as Star-Lord though he's great as Star-Lord sure yeah. I think Star-Lord is better in other iterations especially playing the game you're playing the game um, woo playing what is another one Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, Galaxy? Yeah. the game the game <laughs> do be the name of them just, and I feel bad for him in the sense that I, I I think he just needs to take some time away from Hollywood. He's in a lot. He's in a lot. Yeah. Rebrand himself. Yeah. He's also but, Garfield as well, right? He's gonna be Garfield. Yeah. Um. He's in the Lego Movie. Yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. Guardians. Like we've had a lot of Chris yeah. Pratt all at once. But, but yeah, visually, like the Unreal. actual animation, illumination, oh, the, amazing. The penguins and 
seeing them and the, just the, the wind effects, seeing the hair on Bowser and just like, wow, this yeah. is this is going to be cool to see in a film. Yeah. In an animation stuff. Thank yeah. God it's not live action. It's it's funny because like I, I saw somebody tweet like, oh, wow, this is going to be the first time people are seeing Mario in 4K. Because oh, <laughs> is But yeah, it, no, it looks, it looks visually gorgeous. And then the trailer ends... Uh, like we see, obviously, we see Bowser storming the castle the, with the penguins, which is a nice callback to N64, Super Mario 64. Yeah. Um, and then we see Mario land. He has a little bit more of a realistic look to him. Who? And, uh, Mario has oh, yeah. more of a realistic look to him. They go through the to the Mushroom Kingdom, which very looks looks very reminiscent of the Universal Studios Nintendo right. worlds. Um, and then the trailer ends, and then we get Mar- uh, sorry, Luigi running from both the dry bones. We hear a little bit of Charlie Day. You hear enough of Charlie yeah, Day. They're like, ah, ah. like I'm ah. so excited. I'm so oh, excited to hear him. He's going to be so good as Luigi. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be Charlie a lot of Day fun. is a great choice for Luigi. Yeah, like you, you, you already hear what he's I gonna do. With I'm already them. laughing, and yeah. I haven't heard a line yet. Yeah, I'm really excited. And then you know we're going to get <laughs> as Donkey Kong, and then we're going to get uh, you know there's a lot there's such a cast of this movie that I'm just so yeah, that makes sense. Like Seth, Seth Rogen playing. Yeah, if you didn't know who Seth Rogen I was doing there. Yeah. Yes, uh, playing Donkey <laughs> Kong, it that works. Yeah, even though I'm not Mario. a big fan of yeah. him. Uh, who do, you, who do you like, by the yeah. way? I don't like yeah. no one. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm doing the show no right now with Daniel Chabaz. I really don't like everyone. them. Not a big fan of them. You yeah, know, I never liked them. them from the beginning. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but it's going to be fun, and I'm I'm really excited to see more because this trailer wasn't even like a traditional trailer. It felt like here's a little scene of this movie or a teaser, right. a, really teaser. a teaser, very, very much, much a teaser, teaser yeah. right? So we'll see where it goes. And then, oh yeah, we have uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. Yeah, so yeah, can't wait to hear her. It's gonna see be fun. Her. Yeah. Uh, out this week, Pray for the Devil is going to be out. I did get the chance to watch it. It is very scary. Um, it is has a lot of familiar uh, exorcism tropes, but I think Jacqueline Byers, uh, who we got to talk to, is great in it. We'll have that interview later this week on the movie podcast with director Daniel Stam, too, so look forward to that very, very soon. But let's talk about what we're talking before we get into what we're, um, what we're watching. Sorry, before we talk about oh, our topic of damn. the show, Dan, okay, okay, drop okay. some bars for you. Uh, really quickly, I'm going to go first. You know, She-Hulk finale, loved it. I loved the fourth wall breaking that they did with this. And then the other big one that I watched, we've watched a lot over the last few months, so just listen to our reviews. Uh, the Rings of Power finale, which we will eventually do a series review for. Once more people, I think, have watched it, we'll, we'll do a series review where we kind of talk about all of our thoughts for it. Uh, but yeah, it's been some really great TV over the last two months. So I'm going to kick it over to Anthony to go next. Yeah. So She-Hulk, for me, The Rings of Power. I started Let the Right Ones In, which is a Showtime uh, series based on Let the Right Ones In, the vampire, you know, like the kid who was a vampire. I think Matt Reeves directed. Oh, Little Vampire. Yeah. <clears throat> Not Little Vampire. No. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm three episodes in. It's kind of like a retelling of that story, but more grounded. But also it takes place in the city. Uh, I believe it's New York, but it's just really, really, really cool uh, to see these characters in kind of in a long form aspect rather than <clears throat> a, a movie or two hour movie. So there's a lot of like lore being built for it. Um, my voice is cracking right yeah, now. Are you okay? Man? Actually, do you want me to kick it over to Shane for a little okay? for a second? <laughs> I, um, I was just watching. Uh, uh, <laughs> I hate when you you know when you get past the torch and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start talking. And yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> Your body's like, no, you're not. Um, American Gigolo with John Bernthal. Johnny Burles. Playing it, it's, ba- it's he plays the same character that uh, Richard Gere played in American Gigolo, but it's a, it's a different retelling of that story. It tells the story after he's convicted of murder and goes to jail for 15 years. 
and just how he comes back into this world and tries to figure out his life. It's created by the same guy who created Ray Donovan. So it feels very similar to that 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 feel and that look of that, that series. I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure on the story. I think it's falling flat for me. I think they're the idea of American Gigolo seemed interesting because I'm like, oh, okay, there's going to be a lot of like sex and he's going to play this guy who's going to go around, but it, it went a different turn. And I, I don't know if I enjoyed the story as much as actually watching him interact with being an actual American, like a, right. a gigolo. Um, Tales from the Territory, which is the same cre- creators of Dark Side of the Ring. It's on Crave. It's a Vice uh, produced show. Produced by none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Of course. Man. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's, he does the narration for the actual intro of the show. But it just tells the story about these wrestlers and their territories. And um, really, really cool stories. Really fun stories. Like I think last week I watched the story between Jerry the King Lawler and Andy Kaufman. And that huge battle. I don't know if you've ever seen the slap that he did and on David Letterman, he yes. slapped Andy Kaufman and it felt so real. Like people right. were so invested in like, Oh my God, this is actually happening. This guy's a Hollywood actor and he just slapped him, this wrestler. And it was, I think, um, David Letterman's first, uh, season on. So it was just like both wow. uh, these things became like these huge, uh, like cultural stories. moments, right? Yeah, yeah. Cultural moments. So you get a little bit behind the scenes and they, every episode, they talk a little bit about these territories, it could be in Canada, it could be in the States, because they all, and for wrestling, they always, before, you know, the WWF or WWE or WCW, they had these wrestling territories around the Americas and in Canada, and these wrestlers like Hulk Hogan, they all started there, and they rise up. To they me. rise up, right, yeah. So, it's just these really interesting stories that they tell, so I think you, um, I think you would enjoy them if you're a big wrestling fan yeah i gotta watch it because i love dark side of the ring so that that feels definitely like a continuation of that right? oh very very much so white lotus i put that on because i saw the trailer for the second season of white lotus and i was interested to see what this show is all about and i really i i'm not like a, a huge like i wasn't hugely a fanboy out of it but i enjoyed the characters and the how they were developed and I want to see where they kind of take in the second season because there's one character that will be continuing from the first to the second, which is Jennifer Coolidge's character. But it's such an interesting story about people. And it felt like a very character study driven show. Sure, yeah. Because there is a murder that happens that you, you'll you see in the beginning in the sense of you'll see like a casket and it tells the story of how it got to that point. And it just felt... Interesting. It had a little bit of a Faulty Towers feel to it as well. I don't know if you guys ever watched Faulty Towers, which is like an English comedy with John Cleese from back in mm-hmm. the day. And he kind of like runs this um, bed and breakfast. And it's just some funny moments, but then there's some serious moments. But yeah, I got that vibe from the, the owner of the hotel. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, very John Cleese. John Cleese. But um, yeah, I enjoyed that story. But again, I'm I wasn't like wowed by it okay so I'm, I'm interested to see where the second season goes because michael imperioli's in it and i haven't seen him act oh, wow. in forever especially in a more serious and more of a, a a role where he's he's very invested in and it feels like this is something that he's that's nice seen back yeah because you know you always think of the sopranos right mm-hmm. and hbo and this is an hbo show and i feel like that these are signs that you know 
he's gonna do a really good job so yeah interested i'm down for it but that's all sounds good shay take us home uh you know she hulk lord of the rings rings of power we talked about god of war i finished the call of duty modern warfare 2 campaign as oh well. yeah playing that as well uh, really really fun campaign really enjoyed it there's an after credit sequence that really got me hyped uh and it's in a video game of all things because it, it sets up something that you know if you've been playing the call of duty campaigns for a long time or even like up until like in the ps3 xbox 360 era the the reference that they make and where they kind of go with it is so cool it made me go like it actually made me go whoa we're doing this again that's awesome kevin so, spacey's back in Ke- no he's not back no. oh no we're not about oh that. no <laughs> <laughs> um i've been watching uh season three of rummy and i've been loving it it's really really good we've had some great guest stars we had bella hadid um in one of the episodes and then this there's this this show is it's such an interesting show because it, it's such an A two four show as well, and we're dealing with the repercussions from what happened in season two. So, yeah, I'm loving Isn't, it. Is it A two four producer as well? Yeah. Or is it, oh, okay. A two four and FX. A two four and Hulu. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay. I thought it was an FX show. No. No. Is it on FX Hulu. here? It's Hulu. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's on Crave here. Crave. Oh, it's on Crave here. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It feels like an FX show. Yeah, I thought it feels. It feels like Dave. It feels like lineup, but it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's yeah. literally not like any of those. Yeah. yeah no, no, but like the, like the no, no. The, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but it, it's it's not like Dave. Like <laughs> yeah. Dave is very like, like comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Shut up, guys. But no, this is more A two four. It's like it's, but it's really damn good. I recommend you guys checking it out. I know you guys don't like. Is it Muslim stuff? Is that what it is? Is it the M? M? Yeah, you guys don't like the my big people? M's? Yeah, the big, big M's, M and M's. I I think my whole thing I didn't get into it is just it was hard to find. But now that it's easier because before it wasn't. It was before, hard to before find. we couldn't watch it. We couldn't watch it at all. So now that we easy, it's on. We should be able to watch it. Yeah, you know, you have to pay like twenty dollars on Crave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Here we are. Um, I've been watching Love is Blind season three on Netflix. Uh, we've had the show for some time, and I think I can talk about the first week. I don't like anybody in the show so far, um, and I don't know if... Uh, yeah, I wonder how this season is going to fare. I'm, I'm curious to see if people are going to like this season of the show, because I don't really do reality shows, but for some reason, something about Love is Blind, it, it just so... It's interesting. I saw a tweet the other day that said, like, the reason why people watch this show is because they want to see weird people make dumb decisions and i'm like oh i yeah. feel like all, that's all reality shows it, it is but like these people they're not as confident as other reality shows like right. they're not like it's not like i guess real housewives where they're throwing things or yelling it's right. more like just average everyday people just making really weird decisions and you're like interesting huh why are you doing that why are you d- because people want to see people fall yeah and that's the whole thing they want them to Succeed. I want to see people happy though. That's, they, that's, though they that's why I should they, be watching every, these. Shows. Everyone will say that, but subconsciously, you want to see them. You want to see the crash you and see burn. The crash and burn. You want to see that person storm out oh and no, quit their job in a big way. Like yeah, even you though want you say the you don't, there's 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 something within us where I think people enjoy watching other people go through it, not themselves, because it's almost not wish fulfillment, but like that, like it's it's. There's no consequences to you. I want them to be happy. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about Ticket to Paradise. Yeah. So Ticket Anthony and I will talk about it. You can let I'll us just... know if you think the same. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> no. So Ticket to Paradise. Uh, you know George Clooney, uh, Julia Roberts. They're they're back. But not they're not Robin Banks. <laughs> not Robin Casinos. Uh, I was like, or we're, uh, fighting off a terrorist on a TV show. Yes. Oh Money yeah, Monster. Money Monster. Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, it's it was I uh, I thought it was a really cute movie. I think it very much rests on the shoulders of Clooney and oh, yeah. Julia Roberts. Absolutely. The rest of the story is very much you've seen this a million times before. 
you know, the in-laws meeting. They're not happy with the guy that the daughter's marrying. Blah, blah, blah. It movie kind of let's follow those safe. same tropes. But it, you feel good watching it because I also feel like we haven't gotten a traditional rom-com like this in a long time. Right. This feels like it would have come out in like 2006. Mm-hmm. Like it feels very much that era where like now we're having George Clooney and Julia Roberts being like the parents where before it would have been like them falling in love and them being the, the focus right, of it. Right. right. I just I found that the, the, the trailers really spoke gave away the whole film it was the whole movie and and like i was really hoping that would be the case but it that is like i'm like damn it why would they do that yeah if don't but watch it, the trailers if, if you're interested if you've just seen a tv spot that's enough yeah, yeah but like again the performances between you know george and julia are so great they're so fun they're having literally the time of their lives and it's one of those movies that has a blooper reel at the end so yeah. you really feel <laughs> that as well yeah uh yeah same like it's it's one of those stories where like daniel said you've seen it you've done it you've been in it many times uh but you really watch it for the chemistry of of the leads yeah of the leads with george clooney and julia roberts they have a friendship outside of that outside of making movies so it really shows in this where they actually get to perform and i think it was a lot of fun for them right um but yeah the story's meh like this is not something i i, I would say you need to run to the theater and watch no but it's a good date night movie it's it's good to watch at home it's fun there are moments of like so cute for sure yeah but other than that like i yeah, think you, sure, the, you I, were crying in it dude no i wasn't crying yeah you man. were crying yeah um i just this was such a love is blind type of storyline like she meets this dude in 36 days okay. she's there's no him. way there's no way their her parents. I don't know. I know they weren't cool with it or her friend. But like, if you went on vacation and you fell in love with somebody there, like your friends will be like, okay, you're just relax. Oh, you're just horny AF right now. Relax. Like you're. And then like you just went. You just finished law school. I think it's. Just- she doesn't have. She doesn't have debt now. I mean, oh, I, I was. No, saying, no, I think but, her parents are rich. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what I mean. I was like, yeah. damn, like. Crazy white people doing just, crazy white people things. It was yeah. very much like a like a white person thing. Yeah. Like, like, like or like, when I was watching it. I'm like, yeah, that would that would just never happen in my community. Like yeah. we'd be like, yeah. you only have known him for one month. <laughs> what the fuck? Like that's. <laughs> I don't even think it's gonna happen community. in their community, like the Bali community. Because it takes uh, place I, in Bali. I haven't, right? yeah, 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 I haven't talked to many Indonesians. Yeah. So if but you like, are, you know, like, I guess like, you yeah, get caught up cool. in that world. It's like, oh, look how beautiful I can actually sleep, and the ocean's right there. And you're yeah. like, I also, want to live this. Do they life. live? And do they so live handsome. on a resort? By the way, I'm like, okay, everyone seems like it. Just seems not realistic yeah this movie all. this movie's not realistic especially the ending of it i'm like yeah they're not thinking of like there's there's it's just the the fantasy like the, the idealic yeah. world that they live in but that's why it's a cute yeah. movie that way but it's yeah if you start thinking about it more you're just like yeah, yeah you can't, doesn't make you can't sense. tear this one apart you can't you can't you can't yeah we can't do it to this one yeah. what was the budget on this film Daniel? Seventy thousand dollars no i'm kidding it was 60 million dollars <laughs> this movie does not look like it was 60 this million this movie made this movie cost more than some you know comic book films that were made like, Dude, it, like it's on shazam. Par with shazam was less than 60 million was it no i think shazam, i think shazam was 150 million Shazam! I thought it was like sixty-five million. I don't know. Let's 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 get a well, let's get our. I'll, I'll I thought I remember. I, re- I thought I remember seeing that. Like, let's, the let, budget I, was I, under a hundred million. I sure. wouldn't be surprised either. But that, yeah, like this movie costs way too much money. But again, like you see the leads of it, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, let's you get need to that money. You need that money, right? But it's nice to see uh, Julia Roberts and. So Shazam's budget was drum roll, please, one hundred million. Yeah, so kind million. of in the middle of what you guys are saying. Yeah, but like you're not far off from like. Like sixty to one hundred million, like yeah, it's another forty million, but that's still like 
you're more 60% than halfway there. there. Like that's that's a that's a big chunk of money for a movie that's like again three you, locations. You look, you look at the leads and you get it. You're like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, well that's their budget. Yeah, that's the, that's them. But let's get into our topic of the show today. We are talking about our you know movies we want you to watch in this Halloween season. We are about a week away from All Hallows Eve, um, and we All each Hallows are Eve. coming <laughs> with five movie suggestions um, that we love to recommend for you to watch this season. Um, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Anthony's going to go first. Because I'm going to talk about a film that I've been asking you guys to watch and you still haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, but you I know the film you're going to say and you also debated putting it on your list, so... No. Yeah, you said, should I put this on there? It was a good movie. No, I had five films and not, that wasn't the one. Okay, maybe, maybe. Let's see if what you say. Black Phone? That's the one, yeah. Oh, I, I don't refuse to watch it. Yeah. Yeah? I, I, I've been I'll, telling you since. You be, also went to go see it without telling us, so. Yeah, you did. <laughs> there was that. You were like, I, should I tell my friends? <laughs> no. Well, I, I'll, I had called it Black Phone. I needed time to, to waste and I went <laughs> to go watch a film. And it, I wasn't going to go watch a Top Gun again because I watched it like 700 it's times. That's true. No, but Black Phone, I know. Black phone. I'm going to watch it this week. Watch we'll watch it, it this week, it's yeah. A, it, again, it's a movie that should have come out this time. Of the year, I think it was supposed to come out last year. It came out in June, right? It came out in June. Yeah. Um, and I think I got lost, but a lot of people liked it and it got praise. Yeah. But I felt like it should have come out like later on in the year, just during this time period. You know, Halloween, horror. But again, I get other films. Or I don't know who... Is it Universal? Yeah, Universal. Maybe, Blumhouse. Yeah. Maybe made this. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Ethan Hawke does Friend a great... Of the show. Great. Yeah, Friend of the he show. does a great job of playing this... He told me the same thing too when he when I, when I sat down and talked to him. He's like, Anthony, he put on the mask. He's like, Anthony said that he loved the black phone. Did you watch it yet? And I'm like, Ethan, I have not. And he was like, <laughs> Get out. Put it on. It's a good horror film. It takes place in a in this. I want to say late 70s, early 80s. But it's just it. They really captured that time, and they really did a good job of just telling this a simple horror story involving. Um, Ethan Hawke's character playing this psychopath who kidnaps kids, but there's there's some there's some supernatural stuff that's involved. But I really really enjoyed it, and, and it's such a nice short movie. I think yeah. it's like an hour and forty minutes. That's perfect. That's it what you want for a film. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, I'm gonna go next. My next one also very short film. I'm kidding. It's not. Uh, I'm gonna for my recommendations. These are all films that came out this year, um, and there's some different choices so i i know in years past when we've done our suggestions uh we we gave a lot more of traditional recommendations so i'm going off a little off the cusp uh but any chance i'll get to talk about the batman i'm going to talk about the batman because this movie has i think it's the perfect fall movie i wish black adam and the batman had different i think i wish they swapped dates i know the batman was supposed to be october of last year which would have been perfect because it takes place on halloween that first opening night it's spooky it has an incredible performance from everyone in it especially robert pattinson and paul dano as the riddler but i feel like with that opening sequence taking place on halloween that's a movie you want to watch with all the lights out you want to just go full into it and it feels like this season so that's why i would say watch the batman it's available on crave it's available on hbo max uh perfect movie for this season yeah shay uh one of the ones that i want to go with is something that has been you know it's been popping up a lot more in my mind and i and i, and I watched it again and i was like oh it's just this is such a 
a bad movie, but it's so good at the same time. And it's Final Destination 2. Oh, okay. And the reason why I say 2 is because that one is the one with the infamous highway sequence. Yes, I was going to ask you, is that the one with the, the yeah, timber? The, yeah, the, the timber. Lumber, the timber. The Tim- lumb- timber or limber or lumber? Lumber? Lumber. Timber you say when you cut the, the tree down. Do you say that often when you cut timber. trees? Timber. But yeah, uh, you know, I... You know, it, Great movie has some great um, scares, and it's like a it's like a bad movie, but it's great. Uh, but a lot of good moments. That movie really scares the shit out of you. Um, scared me. I mean, I don't think many Canadian houses have the drain recycling shoot thing. Like, what is that thing called? Garbage disposal. Garbage disposal. I mean, yeah. Do we have those? Often? We do have these here, but I don't think a lot of. I people... I have not seen many, I have not. but I remember like. There's moments in the movie where that would scare me, and like obviously going down an escape ladder, yeah. but also just driving on the highway. Someone's being hand going the, into it is always like something that happens. Always in so scary, movie. right? Yeah. Just happened in Halloween uh, it ends. Ends. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like I, I never I never saw one of those growing up. I never had friends who had them, but mm-hmm. you would always see them on TV where people yeah. Kramer installed one in a shower. Yeah, you know, and like just throw it out in the garbage. Yeah, right? I guess. Like, what do you like, need this Why for? would you? compacted into you know, know if you if you have a garbage disposal let us know let us like, know what are your thoughts on yeah, it yeah like why why do you need this yeah but uh it's just it's just one of those movies that like it's like if a movie has made that big of an impact on people you see all the memes up there people purposely not driving behind trucks and stuff like I that i think about it every time i'm on the highway exactly yeah. so i think it, uh, that's that's a strong enough suggestion to say that is one of the movies that i recommend that's great and i just i was looking up i'm like where are these movies they're all on tubi so you could watch them on Tubi for free with ads. To be or not to be. To be or not to be. But you can watch all six of them on there. Beauty. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anthony, throw I'm in another one. We're, all, we're each um, doing five, so let's, let's get yeah. another one in here. Evil Dead Remake. Ooh. You know how much I like that film? We do. And it's not just for the horror aspect, but it, just, it, it combines a great... It combines horror as well as body horror in the same oh, world you know like, my two favorite things horror and body horror but you know when you take like body horror and they really focus on body horror and yeah not the actual horror the evil dead remake that was i think it came out like 2016 produced by sam raimi yeah um really well done i think i forgot who directed it i want to say gabriel something but was it a spanish director who it was did a spanish it was, uh, director. He, he did something recently too and he did something recently yeah but really really well done and it's fucking bloody it is yeah gory but it's so yeah, fede alvarez yeah fede alvarez yes 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 what yes. did you do recently oh i'll take um one. but if you haven't seen the evil dead remake maybe if you've seen the evil dead go watch this remake because i enjoyed it it's not the best story and i don't think evil dead is a great story but it does its job of telling you this this story of these kids that go to a cabin and are are being or one of them is being possessed by this evil witch who wants everyone dead. And that's, that's all it is. That's the whole story. That's all you need though. I think that's all you need to, sometimes you just need. And I wish there was more. Yeah. I wish he continued that. Well, we are getting one next year, right? We're getting a new evil dead next year. It was supposed to be on, uh, I think Hulu exclusively, but now it's, they're going to be doing a theatrical release with it. Oh, interesting. But will it be a sequel or will it be? I don't know if it's, I know that it has, um, Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah. So it's it's going to be uh, it could just be like another telling of yeah. it. It this, this could be another story. This remake doesn't really focus on Bruce's character or even have. I don't even think he has. There's a, a version Bruce, of him in it. Yeah, the, the version is this female character who has to endure this evilness right. that she needs to take care of. Yeah, because they went back to the kind of formula with those ones, other than yeah. And I really enjoyed. it. I think yeah. it was the better of all the remakes that ever came out from a lot of these horror films that 
we see now. Interesting. Mm. All right. Well, God, I know. I, what I, else did he direct? Fede Alvarez? Yeah. Recently he directed uh, Girl in the Spider's Web. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. From right. uh, from uh, 2018. Not a bad movie. It's just boring. Yeah. 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 And again, you're following up Girl with the Dragon Tattoo as well, too. Yeah. So. But he also did yeah. Don't Breed. So that was a great film as well. That was. A, did yeah. he do the second one? No. no. No, he didn't do that one. He wrote the second one. Okay, got you. No, still, no, no. Still, still can't breathe, I believe. Still can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like a Jordan Sparks song? <laughs> no uh, uh, the next one on my list uh, is one that uh, I'm dying to rewatch. And again, it's another case of a movie being released at a bad time. Um, I think a perfect movie to watch this October would be The Northman. You the know, Northman. The Northman, I think, has such cool norse mythology woven into it it feels like it takes place during the fall there's a lot of spookiness to it as well too nicole kimmon is scary in it mm. anna taylor joy is scary in it willem dafoe is really freaky in it they go on a crazy vision quest in this movie but i think it's one of those movies that has the vibes of fall that i think would be really cool to watch around the halloween time also it weirdly connects to the batman because the guy who plays the young version of Alexander Skarsgård also plays young Bruce Wayne in the Batman. It's a little fun fact for you. But no, I think I I, I think we all really love yeah, Northman earlier but this it's year. Such, it, you easily forget it because it came out in a, a time where COVID was starting to lift. Like the COVID lim, the COVID uh, yeah. restrictions were starting to lift. Yeah, people and were it, going back to the theater. And it made but, a good good made some money. I, I don't know if it, yeah. it was a successful movie for them, but yeah. But uh, compared to like what Robert Eggers has done before yeah. with like uh, the Lighthouse and the Witch, like where they had a lot smaller budgets, this is a a lot bigger of a budget film i think that it would have hopefully maybe have served it better if it released later in the year maybe yeah. did some festivals to uh to build up because i i think of it in the same vein as like the woman king where it's like it's like this you know fierce warrior movie but you're you're releasing it into a into a, a time i think when did it come out to come out in like September? may the woman king? no no sorry uh, the northman oh. right it was like end of april may right yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like this is a weird time to be releasing a movie I think they're like hoping this. to make it like a blockbuster, like a yeah. summer blockbuster, but it just wasn't the right Yeah, time. and you're also releasing it right before Doctor Strange, which people are waiting for, so it was a weird choice. But a great movie to watch at home if you get a chance to watch it. Mm. Shay. Uh, the next one I have here is, is a movie I used to watch as a kid a lot um, during Halloween, and it's Sleepy Hollow by Tim Burton. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, I really liked this movie because it really, I mean, the Headless Horseman was always a scary figure, mm-hmm. um, but the way that they portrayed him in this movie, the, the weight you'd feel when he'd step with his boots, like the thuds you'd hear, it was really scary. And like the way that Tim Burton does his movies, this is... I, this was one of my is one of my probably my favorite Tim Burton film. Yeah, um, it's just I, really damn good. I had to do a project on that film in my in university, uh, where we get assignments in my um, audio design class, where they'd be like, okay, do all the Foley sound yeah. for the scene. So we did we did that scene of like the horseman walking like in the, the forest. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like you would have to like do all the sounds live. It was such a fun, yeah. such a fun thing. Yeah. I had such a crush on, and I still do have a crush on uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And she's it's, it's a great movie. Christopher yeah. Walken's in it too. Christopher Walken, he, he plays yeah. Mr. Horseman. And that's a, it's such a uh, it feels, Mr. Horseman. It feels cozy too. It's like a cozy film. It is Even a cozy autumn It is film, a very cozy you know? film. It's not something you want to be Coast too, yeah. but it just feels like you're absolutely oh. right it has that feeling yeah. yeah but and i think that's that's one of the big things i think of like another one we were talking about recently like knives out that first knives out is such a fall movie yeah that like it's night it's cool when movies have that that feel to them right because like you you could watch it at those times of the year and if you're like oh yes like this is like it's starting to get cold outside it will be warm inside watching this movie right you know 
Yeah. Anthony, jump on in. No repeats yet from either of yeah, us. Yeah, no repeats. Yeah. 2018 Halloween. Oh. Ah, I, I don't know if something that you put on your list, nope. but it's it's a really good Halloween film. Just because the story is so well thought up. It's not like the last two that we we watched. Right. It is completely different. It feels scary. There are moments where you're just like, what the fuck is about to happen? And Jamie Lee Curtis as um, Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode and her 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 preparation for the, the, the rematch with Michael Myers just it just felt really good. And like that sequence where they trap him in the house and they set it on fire. This like these three women, they just planned everything, it just worked so well. Man, such a good. I think, and that's where it should have ended. It should have. It should have ended there. Fire, but yeah. Or you, let, here's the thing: you could have have her burn him in the fire, but it also leaves it open enough to be like you could have come back. Yeah, right. Where it's like that. If you had a story, that mystery in Halloween Kills, you see him come out of that fire and kill all the firemen. Like you're literally showing the the magic. Like yeah. you, like you could have held back and just had him pop up somewhere else but you're yeah. giving away you're showing them how the magic was done right so it's like it does it's not scary anymore yeah and that opening sequence where we see the doctor try to figure out who michael myers is and they're all like these these crazy patients yeah the, in, all the inmates these, at this thing yeah. it kind of looks like a chessboard that they're all in these squares and the guy's like screaming and laughing and yeah it's just the cuts freaking scary like yeah. this is this is a movie those two movies, you can't tell, not tell me that this film was, those two films were the same Man, as this you, film. You've confused this me, is, I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, you can't tell, tell me that you, you don't know myself. what you know. They're so, so passionate about they're it. They're so different. And so, there's no way you planned the last two from this film. I remember Shane Absolutely and I not. watching Halloween 2018 in theaters and that whole opening sequence with the podcaster, podcaster, going to give him the mask. He's like, take it, say, take it, and then, yeah. Michael. And then like, you're cutting to the different, uh, like the, the different inmates at that facility and they're laughing and kind of like doing their thing and you're just like. And then it cuts the titles. And then it cuts to the. Like you're like, oh, oh my it's lord. It's so good. It's so well. That movie is beginning to end. It's so amazing. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's my turn. Uh, let me see what I got here. Uh, two movies that came out this year because they are a perfect pair. X and Pearl. Uh, ah. X, I'll never forget. Is that on your, one of your lists too, Anthony? Those two were on my list. All right, we'll talk about it now. Well, I remember us leaving X and being like, yeah, that was good. And then on that way home, we were just like, holy shit, this movie was amazing. And it really like expanded for us. And then going into Pearl, which I think we both agree is a better movie than X, um, right? Do oh, yeah. 100%. Pearl is amazing. And I, and I again, I wish the, again... I don't give a shit about the Academy and what they do, but if there they're was an award that we could give Mia Goth for yeah. her performance in this film, especially the monologue she gives in this monologue movie. monologue is like, I think it's like seven minutes long. Yeah, eight, eight minutes long. Eight minutes long. It is One phenomenal. continuous cut. I don't, did you see Pearl yet? I'm about to watch it soon. Uh, <laughs> you might be smiling. I don't know. You want to be sad? <laughs> I'm about to watch it soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that, I'll never look at you and smile again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that sequence, man, it was so just, we didn't expect it. And she just kept going on and on and on. And what it felt like to be married, what it felt like to not have someone with her, what it felt like to not be a star. And she goes through this I'm whole, and, and there's someone in front of her listening to this. 
and, and you're just like, like what the fuck what the, i need to yeah. fucking leave i yeah. need to run and she didn't fucking run take off your heels and run yeah run bitch run <laughs> i think that was the original line in forrest gump as well too run but bitch, they changed run. it like no no let's call him forrest instead uh but yeah x and pearl what a one-two punch of a movie from ty west this year again i can't believe that both these movies released this year x was in march pearl is in september um phenomenal movies though i think once maxine comes out it can only be amazing i'm i'm assuming i'm it hoping to, it, it, it it's going to stand the test of time as one of the ultimate the best horror trilogies ever yeah amazing amazing, and amazing. new horror and new story new, new everything story, new Something horror, yeah. original it's and- amazing it's so well done x is fantastic pearl is just on another level yeah amazing you owe it to yourself to watch uh, again, we've had such an amazing year of horror films and I, and we're all giving suggestions, which I love from like more recent years too. So like we've been, we've been living a really good time for horror films, okay. even though if the Halloween trilogy did not, uh, pan out the way that we hoped no. it would Shay, jump on in with your number three choice. Uh, this is one that I spoke about recently on an ad for Mubi, and it is Censor. Great film. Yeah, if you have Mubi, which you can actually get, I believe, for 30 days free. Hold on. If you go to Mubi.com slash the movie podcast. But this was your idea. Oh, <laughs> damn. That's a reference to our <laughs> ad. You should go listen to it in, um, in our um, <laughs> yeah, go Raymond to our and Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond and Ray. Could you imagine? Yeah, go listen to our ad. Actually, we're going to release the ad as a separate episode. I don't That's mean separate episode, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it, you know what? Censor is one of those movies that we watched at Sundance and you know after I finished I'm like oh that was good you know it was good and then it just kind of kept staying in my mind I'm like that movie was so horrific and yeah it, and it didn't need to be as horrific as it was <laughs> but it was just such a such a fantastic film and uh uh it, it really really stayed in my mind and I think that the entire team from that yeah. movie the director is it Prano Bailey Bond right Bailey Bond yes and even the actresses um they're gonna have a phenomenal career moving forward I, I think so like it's it's just a really good movie. And it, again, we've talked about this in our ad. Movies about movies really just hit with us as well. Always. Yeah. Movies about movies always hit with us. Uh, Anthony, I know we took one of yours. You took uh, two of ours, but I found more. Okay. So please. Of ours, I'm referring to myself as a uh, <laughs> Martyrs. Oh, oh. Which one? The OG? Yeah. 2008 from oh God. France. Like that movie. That was, a, that was a movie I went to go watch during TIFF at the Midnight Madness. And... It, the whole reason we went to go watch it was because it was banned. It was one of those movies like banned in France because it was too horrific. And it is very yeah horrific story. But if you're looking for a movie that you haven't seen that's international. Yeah, that'll just ruin you for the rest of the movie. It will ruin you. It yeah. will like, scare the shit out of you. Um, Martyrs is that movie. I like the story a lot from Martyrs. The story is, is a really interesting because it's 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 believable enough especially the things you hear in in that happened in the states because it, yeah. it does tell a story of someone people being held captive in an underground tunnel and being tortured that's something that you would definitely hear because you hear people being captured and kept for many years in a in a uh underground vault or some, yeah. some and, sort and it's of, always scary where it's like it's just like a block away from where they yeah where they lived i'm like what and, oh fuck? this person was a family man he had a yeah. family and they didn't know type of thing like it, these are things that you yeah. hear so um yeah. it's pretty horrific it it the whole idea of it is the the story i don't want to spoil it but it's pretty horrific yeah so i would just say 
be mindful of that. The open, opening sequence really sets the tone for that doorbell movie. ring. My the doorbell, gosh. the morning breakfast. Morning breakfast that. with the family yeah. is not a morning breakfast. You that's want. how that's how Anthony wishes his morning breakfast is. No, no, okay. Jesus, <laughs> uh, no, man. You sure? I'm no. not. A, no, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. Daniel, maybe, maybe. Yeah, Daniel. for me. For, yeah, for Daniel. Okay. Daniel Good does morning. that for morning. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, my lord. Uh, yeah, great, great, great choice. Yeah, yeah. Horrific movie. It's still. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it once, and that was enough. Once is enough. Uh, my next film is going to be available on Disney Plus later this week. Uh, of course, I am talking about. Barbarian. Shay, did you have this on your list? I have Barbarian on my list. Let's talk about Barbarian a little bit. Barbarian. (laughs) No, not Dave the Barbarian either. Not that. Remember that show? No, what a, what a, this movie, I mean, again, I'm so sad when I got, when I missed out on screenings, but I missed out on X and Pearl. I've seen X now. Pearl I'm watching soon. Barbarian, I got, I missed out on as well, but I got to watch it myself and i never have hated my life more it's a it's a, again like when i was in pray for the devil when you're in a horror movie by yourself it's a different vibe and the worst part is daniel we watch these movies during the day yep doesn't so help. it it doesn't help theater is still in the darkness by the way yeah i had I, <laughs> it's like a morning mode in the theater i had my girlfriend pick me up after the after the movie and we're in the car and she's like you're not talking and i'm like I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't have any words right Papa, now. Papa. Yeah, Papa. I'm like, I have no words right now. She's like, is, was it scary? I'm like, I, it was, but it was like such a good movie. Yeah. Like, it just really stuck with me. Yeah. So I, I, at first, I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. I still have like little issues with the movie, but man, like, it really is a wild ride. And I think if you're looking for something wild to watch this week, is it October 26th? Yeah on disney plus here in canada you'll be able to watch this um yeah it's it's a great movie to watch this week before halloween do it because absolutely this is the time to watch it yeah um yeah shay what's your next one uh my last one here would be uh, the the fear street trilogy oh uh you know netflix uh came out swinging last year Uh, that was a fun time that was a fun in the summer of a couple weeks oh yeah of all times but man fear street not the last one didn't hit as strong as I had hoped, but at least the first two for me were, were really great. Um, I really enjoyed them, and they're just they they had this. They also filled that hole that Stranger Things was 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 there for. Um, but I really really enjoyed them. They were scary. They were fun. They just gave me that old school slasher vibe, and the fact that it was you know three films was just a, such a cool concept that I really enjoyed. I wish they went back to the nineties because it's a, it's a the last one being like such a period piece you it's hard to relate to them even with but they did though no but like really like state state in the eyes eyes, i guess yeah maybe show flashbacks or or something like that but it it. just when you go down that route you can't really relate to it at least you can relate to the 70s a bit because yeah you're aware of it but that period was so far removed you yeah. can't really no you don't really care who cares if the fucking goat was killing everyone you know like you know that yeah it it, but in the nineties yeah. and that seventies eighties yeah. vibe, yeah. you can definitely hit. Yo, hit hard. They could. That's they why could, those two would hit for me. They could maybe maybe they do like Fear Street two thousand. I think there there's talks right now, right? Fear about Street two thousand. Imagine that. Like that Jason sounds. X. Like, you yeah. know, like that sounds like the name of what they could do. Like they yeah. can make the two thousand. Sounds like a early. N sixty four game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they put the the year or, or the title of the console. <laughs> yeah. FS two two K. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I mean, again, they they are hoping to revisit that that 
series. Yeah, I would love it. So, that's uh, a great. That, that was a great thing that they created, yeah. or it was based off R.L. Stein, right? R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. I'm just of, of Goosebumps. Stein. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see uh, more Fear Streets because, like you said, I think it felt uh, filled that Stranger Things size hole that everyone had for three years, which yeah. is wild to think that we didn't have that show for three years. But yeah, Anthony, you have another one, right? Yeah, I have the, my last one, which is. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do your last one. I'm going to do my last one just so I don't have to talk so much at the end of the show, if that's okay with you. I'll be really quick. Okay. Does that work for you? I wasn't going to say that much. No, no, no. <laughs> only because I didn't want it to sound like I was ending the show oh, okay, on me. Okay. That's why. That's why. That's why. Uh, bodies, Bodies, Bodies was my last one. We watched this earlier this year. Again, this movie would have killed had it come out September, October. because It would have killed. It was so funny. It's so modern and meta and of its time. Um, and I think like like so many of the different films that we've spoken about today, it's a horror film that is doing something completely different from what you're used to in the genre, but still contributing and being part of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I that's I know that one that we loved and it's hilarious yeah. as well too. Absolutely. It's just really, really great. Anthony, please take us home. My last one is uh, kind of like a comedy Halloween type of thing, and it's Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's just a fun film, Yeah, and it just brings you back to your childhood. If you've ever watched Ernest, go and watch him. I'm not too sure where, he's, where you can watch it, but go watch Scared Stupid. It's just a funny horror film, and it's, just, it's fun. And you know, Ernest is a great character. Who uh, The the guy who who um, played him was Tom Sizemore. No, no, I wasn't. It was Jim Varney. <laughs> Jim Varney, who did Slinky. Yeah, Slink. Rest in peace. But uh, this, so the Ernest films were Touchstone Pictures, so they're really not on any. I remember they'd be on the Family Channel all all the time. The time yeah, yeah, they'd all be on. And the I family think that's channel. where I watched mo- majority of them. Yeah, oh, but they were like definitely. a little bit of a kids but slash mature vibe to yeah, it yeah. as well. But just fun, just yeah. fun. I've never seen it, but I, I should I should definitely watch it. We should watch it together. We should watch it. It would be fun. It would be fun. It would be fun. I agree. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Movie Podcast. I'm really hoping it doesn't take us two months to do another one no, together. No, we shouldn't. No. We can't let this banter die. No, the banter will never die. Look, we said we wanted to go an hour today. We went an hour and 42 minutes. I knew so we would. Oh, I gosh. knew we would. I know. I only, only, because, would. only because this is the first time we've been together yeah. recording an episode, but and we are just catching up on a lot. The, the first 40 minutes of this show is us talking about Love. Dwayne Johnson oh. And God of War and everything yes. like that. So there's a lot. There's a lot we covered this episode. Thank you so much for joining us again. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and our interviews and all the latest movies and series. We are heading into Black Panther: Wakanda Forever season, so look forward very very soon for our review. Maybe some fun interviews. There's lots going on, so you don't want to miss any of it also we're going into the christmas season and in november and december so we're gonna have a lot of fun activities and events planned hopefully so stay tuned for all of that and of course um if you want to get a whole month free of amazing cinema check out our show notes for our our, our promo code for movie we're so excited to be working with them and we hope we can continue down the road stay tuned for all of that and more join us on discord what, what's our Discord, Shay? What, what, what's the question of the week right now? Our question of the week this week yeah. was, what's an actor or actress whose movie that you watch regardless of their Rotten Tomato score or reviews? Okay. If like you, you want to answer that question, you got to join our Discord. So check out our show notes below for our Discord link. Join in. We're having some great conversations in there. And if you want to write into the show, of course, hello at themoviepodcast.ca. That's all we got for you this week. You'll uh, tune in later this week for our interview with Jacqueline Byers and Daniel Stam for um, Pray for the Devil. And then on Friday, we'll have a review of Armageddon Time. So look forward to all of that. 
That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.